Okay, what episode is this? I don't know. <sighs> Do you want me to look? Yeah, can you look real quick so I can say it on the... 13. Uh-huh. Are we in the 20s? Yeah. Dude, I yeah. spent 20 hours listening to you guys, too. Nice. Yeah, because... You're one of the five. <laughs> <laughs> I know we have more, yeah. You do. Oh, this is episode 21. 21. Wow. Oh, there we go. Okay. So I spent the whole day listening to you guys almost. There we go. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. I'm, you guys, it, it is funny. I don't know. I've, I've kind of, uh, I guess over the past two years, maybe like the top 2020, I've really gotten a podcast. It's Podcasting is nice. Like listening to a podcast. Yeah. Then doing them's fun. You're about to find out. But He's a listener and a guest. I do the last like one. A lot of our guests don't listen. Be, well, they've yeah. only listened to like one, like the first one. Yeah. And you've seen how much it grew. That first episode that we put out was all over my the place. first ever podcast <laughs> it was all ever recorded and edited and put up. I, it, it is funny that you say that because that was actually, it, it's kind of my favorite. Really? Yeah, one of my favorite podcasts uh, is this it has Bobby Lee and his old ex girlfriend, yeah. dude. At Tiger Belly, podcast is funny. But they're all over the place, twenty four seven. And so I think that's it, it's kind of human. Yeah. You know? A lot of times it's great to have some type of linear. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna ask you this, we're gonna do this, or some podcasts even do that. We're gonna start off with a video, talk about the video, make fun of it. Um, those are great, but there's something great about just the chaos of what humanity is. I mean, yeah. When, just candid. Yeah, and I think um, especially like in. I guess smoking, you're just hanging out with friends. That's what it is. Yeah. You know? You're just sitting down, talking, kind of, you start bullshitting. It, yeah. It goes into something great. And I think that's what's funny about comedian podcasts is they could say whatever because they're just joking around. Mm-hmm. Some do kind of get into the, uh, we can't say X, Y, Z. And and I understand to a certain point. But as a comedian, you should be able to say anything and be a joke. Do you I've wanted to. That's uh, what Andrew Schultz. Dude, yeah. Andrew Schultz is so good. He and is I'm, funny. He has so many great podcasters. I mean, because with New York, I mean, you have the, the realm of podcasters there. Mm-hmm. He spends so much time. I just, I haven't listened to that one yet. But you I, should have tried because his two I mean, that's what friends do. They bust each other's balls. So. That's the best of friends. <laughs> yeah, the best friends. Yeah, that's... Some of them are so mean. Yeah. <laughs> like me and Luke, whenever we're at home, I'm, we're mean as hell to each other. See, I am jealous of having that type of relationship. I don't have a brother. I have two sisters. Oh, yeah. And, um... Uh, I, I feel like I was raised up very soft, which mm-hmm. is, I guess it's a cool thing. Yeah. But it, it's uh, it's very different from having a brother. That's why I do love, like, my little son. Cause yeah. I can't wait till he gets older and I can bust his balls and hopefully yeah. he's the same back. I mean, that that's a dream of mine. So it, there's a lot of cool stuff that I'm like. I mean, if you, have a, if you have a boy, you got to make him tough. That's yeah. what my dad always did. I mean, that's one of the big things. They tell you not to, like, look at kids when they fall or hurt themselves. Like, don't make any, don't, don't do anything. Yeah. And we've done that with his first whole year. When he started walking at like nine months, uh-huh. he was busting his ass. I mean, it literally was like a drunk person walking around yeah. everywhere. And he would bust so much ass. He'd have nicks on his knees. Like he still has a hardcore burn on his knee. Oh, I really? Mean, we don't do anything. And he just will get up. And be fine. But if you look at him, it's, Wah. Yeah. Starts crying. Yeah. It, it's one of those things. If he realizes it, if it is bad, he'll let us know. You yeah. Know? But if it's not, just go on. Yeah. Brush it off. Brush it off. Start knocking <laughs> down his big block. Rub some dirt on it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. He does love outside. That's his favorite place to be. Which, really? Which is good. Yeah. Do you ever go to the parks? Always. Yeah. I mean, my wife will tell you, because especially with her being a stay-at-home wife, the, the whole first year and almost the second year, like I said, she barely started going back to work. She'll work one or two days a month. Yeah. She knows every park in Lubbock. Oh really? Yeah. So like when um both my manager or my dev uh, my manager Devin was leaving, mm-hmm. 
I was like, what's the best park for that? And she just started, started naming going. them off. Yeah. yeah so we, we did have our last meeting at, or our last little get together at a park. Yeah. Um, me and one of my other managers sat there barbecued for like three hours. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Devin was telling me about it. Uh, whenever y'all were leaving the child doing a park thing yeah. for, uh, it was like that Sunday or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those are some of our, it's cool that y'all did that for him though. Yeah. We've done that for a lot of our long time employees. Cause I mean, we love them. I mean, yeah. I'm, they're part of your family. <laughs> yeah. See, there's such a big controversy with that statement, especially in the workplace. Like, we are a big family. And a lot of people like to say that, and, and mm. then you, the employees are like, ah, but it's not, it's just work. I, I legitimately like to think that. And yeah. I feel like we create that environment. I mean, nine times out of ten, when we do get applicants, the reason they come in is I love the way you guys are he, are interacting with each other, involved yeah. with each other. And, I mean, I think it's a big family. And I say that. I just always think of that statement of the just... Meme. Yes, exactly. I think that's what it is. We run into the same problem because, like, we're going through the interview process, and like, people are like, "Explain your dynamic," and we don't want to say that we're a big family, but like, that is the only way to describe. That is the only way to describe it. Yeah, because I mean, families they stay together. I mean, you don't really get rid of them. You you deal with each other's faults. You learn to to function as a little society. Yeah, I mean, you have to because you're with those people all day, every day. Yeah, I I mean. My boss is one of the greatest bosses ever. He, uh-huh. he kind of changed it to where we work a four-day, three-days-off dynamic, mm-hmm. kind of extending the hours each day with an hour break. I yeah. mean, our whole initiative was so that people can spend time with their family. Yeah. And so I do. I did break down the hours one day of how much I put in. Obviously, I put in way more than I should because yeah. I'm a general manager. But with my, uh, my family, I think it's like 40-something hours. And then work, it's 50 something yeah a week and so it's one of those things where i don't spend as much time with my family as i'd like to mm-hmm. I, mean, I love my job don't get me wrong yeah I, even yesterday i stayed till like 6 30 just talking to people yeah i know you, you text me at like seven and you're like oh, i just got out of work yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay yeah it, it, it's fun i mean yeah uh, it's great to have a job like this i feel like i don't work a day in my life but, yeah um i do spend more time with those guys than i do my family a lot mm-hmm. of times. and so it's it's it just it's my second family. Yeah, I consider it part of my family. I mean, with our Halloween party we had after we had him, my son was there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone got to meet him. I mean, DJ was too loud, so we had little ear things for him. But I yeah. mean, it it was it was nice. We got pictures of all of our staff there with him, and they they are my family, whether they like to think about it or not. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like that's the way we do things. Is like. All of our people are our family. And, like, whenever we send an order off, it's like, welcome to the family. Stuff like that says on the bottom of the invoice. No, you guys uh, are great. I'm, especially, when I think we were one of the first companies you guys dropped yeah, out with them bunk cakes. Yeah, you are the first one that we did that with. Dude, my team went crazy. They were like, this is the greatest company. <laughs> they, 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 <laughs> these are the right flavors. I, yeah, no, it was great. Yeah. It. No, I don't Yeah, even. she picked out all the flavors. Uh, really? I remember doing it. Like, normally when we buy stuff for, like, our group, I go ask what yeah. do y'all want. Yeah. So with no communication, I was like, I'm just going to get an assortment pack. I was like, go get her some stuff. <laughs> go get stuff. Is this is this right? Will they like this? Are they yeah. going to say this is horrible? Yeah. Well, they loved it all. They destroyed it. So That's good. Cool. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. That's good. Because every time I go in there, they're like, are you the bunk cake guy? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the bunk cake guy. Yeah. No, you're not Cameron Family Cars. Yeah. No, you guys, dude, y'all do enough. Trust me. We, we love your you guys' company. That's my favorite awesome. thing is to just, is when people do come in for, I mean, asking them, just, this is local. People yeah. are like, what? 
people grow this in town. You see, people still don't believe that. We have a commercial. We've been on the on the see, the Avalanche <laughs> Journal. We've been on the news like three times. Do you want a copy of that to put in the stores? That would be great. Yeah, that'd be a, awesome. We got a bunch of copies. <laughs> it came out and we bought like 10 of them. Yeah, it, uh, I think your mom in one of the podcasts said she bought them all out and they were like, oh, your company's in it? What's your company? And then she like, told them and then just silence. Yeah, yeah so. that's usually what happens. You tell them what you do and then they're like, oh. Or they'll either be excited or they'll blacklist you immediately. Well, yeah. like, There's no in between. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing, you know, being in Texas. And I, that's my favorite part about working at a smoke shop. When CBD was first legalized and we were able to sell it in stores, it was mm-hmm. one of those things where we had so many people who had, I've never tried it in my life. You yeah. know, it, it's been taboo between my family the entire time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it being older people who just wanted some type of relief. It, some Yes. Yeah. Some They were having some type of issue and heard this would help. Yeah. And so my granddaughter, you know, my, my daughter, um, just another family member saying, try it. Yeah. See what it's all about. My help. Yeah. Yeah. And it does. The, the amount of times that they're like, I don't, never even thought, you know, I'm not going to try the other stuff because obviously. Exactly. But, uh, it's great that they actually have just a little introduction into it. You mm-hmm. know? And, and now those people are on the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. THC. Yes. Now that, that is a big part of it. I mean, when that took off, obviously there's a larger percentage oh, who, yeah. who definitely wants some type of effect out of it as opposed to just the medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, it is great because they kind of just start off with that and kind of get into the other stuff. Some people just knew they wanted the other stuff, but that was all they could get at the moment. Exactly, yeah, and because they could buy it legally. Yeah. Because that was always the big thing. Like a bunch of my friends, because they don't smoke, and I always get them. I'm like, hey, you need to try this. And their biggest thing for the longest time was it's not legal. Yeah. And they're like, I can get arrested for it. And like now, I'm like, Where's your excuse? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's literally no excuse for it. Uh, so, so she's legal. Yeah, it is. And yeah. my wife, the only excuse she ever has, because obviously, been being a smoker my entire yeah. like since sixteen, it's been eleven years. Mm-hmm. Um, her biggest thing is, I'm gonna get drug tested. So yeah, she's never really smoked, and a couple times she does. It's amazing. It is hilarious, but she just gets real quiet, real goofy. Yeah, so, it's not her thing, but. And I understand some people. It's not you know. I've heard a lot of people who go into the uh, like the greening out mm-hmm. that they get really hyperventilating, heart starts beating way too fast. Or I think it's just a mental thing. Really. Well, they're trying to fight it. That's what I always say. Don't fight it. Let it go. Yeah, relax. Yeah, go on the journey. Go along for the ride. Yeah, it, it's funny that you say that because I, I did tell my friend because the first time he smoked with me, that was his experience. And then the second time we did, I was like, okay, you're gonna hit this point pretty soon. Obviously, you always try to you know fight it. I was like, just smoke more. Go. Yeah. Then. Ever since then, he's been the biggest pothead. Oh, I'm, yeah. And it's just a lot of people are really scared to take that that second jump off, you know. Mm-hmm. Relax. It's just like... You I, have to go past. Yeah. Because if you're on teetering on the edge, you're like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. What's happening? I don't know what I'm doing. faster? Can I breathe? You know, you go into manual breathing, yeah. you know, just... <gasps> And yeah, and then you forget to breathe, yeah. and you're like, dude, just let go. Yeah, you have to, like, legitimately think about it. Um, yeah, so th- this, uh, a couple of weeks ago, this guy sent us our, uh, so our new gummies. Uh, I don't know the if new I formulation. You. Yeah, the new formulation. Yeah. He sent us some samples, and he has these gummies that are, like, 150 milligrams, and they're D9 and D8. And Phenomenal. my mom took a gummy, <laughs> and a whole gummy. And so, like, I've been telling people to take half, right? Um, Because I took half, and, like, it sent me to the moon. Yeah. And my mom just took one, and I get a call from my dad one day, because my mom, they're headed to dinner or something, and my mom goes, I just took a gummy. And he's like, which one? The orange one? And he goes, you ate the whole thing? 
and he called me and he goes, guess what your mom did? And I was like, what? And he goes, he ate a whole, she ate a whole gummy. And I was like, the 150 milligrams? And my mom's just starting to freak out. And I was like, look, you're just going to have to let go and let it take you because yep. it's going to take you no matter what. You're not getting that out till. And if you want to save, go to the bathroom the next day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that does happen too. Yeah, yeah. it just turns over. Yeah, because you have to release it out of your body because it's absorbing the whole time until it leaves you. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> who do take the edibles, are like, I felt it the next day. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's so what you happens. take a crap. Yeah, <laughs> so you poop it out. So that's the. Uh, it's funny that you say um, the D nine D eight mixes mm-hmm. way better. Like the straight delta eight alone does the job. It really yeah. does. But the blend between the two, just uh, or even D nine and CBD, mm-hmm. we've had way better results with oh, yeah. that as opposed to just delta. You get the whole effect of all of the can the cannabinoids all together. Yeah, the entourage effect. Yeah, you get the entourage effect, and that's what's great about it mm-hmm. is like like with the. So a lot of gummies, they have CBD in them, and people don't like them. And I'm like, why? And they're like, yeah, CBD, it's going to like bring it down. And I'm like, if you eat it at the same time, it won't. But if you do CBD after, it will. Yeah. But at the same time, if you ingest them at the same time, they mix together, and it doesn't affect anything. It just makes it better. Yeah. The real controversial topic is that whole endocannabinoid system. I mean, uh, mean I, we were actually just talking about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, it's, I guess I have to say, in my opinion, through scientific studies, it's a real thing. Oh, yeah, it's real. But the federal government, since obviously it's not legal, won't recognize it. Mm-hmm. And so there are multiple studies done that show how it helps, why it helps. But they'll never be passed federally because, obviously, cannabis is still kind of, without the hemp act, is like at a line drawn as a, not a completely legal Exactly, thing. yeah. And so it's medically, still on the Schedule one. narcotics list so so medically they'll never recognize it as something that will help until it's fully changed it'll be experimental yeah that's what it is right now even even like the the teacup program the texas texas compassionate use program with the medical marijuana in texas which a lot of people don't know that we have no i i heard about it from one of my old truck driver friends who's huge pothead Mm. and um he told me he was like you know i'm trying it out and yeah. then after talking to them, he was like, it's bullshit. The gummies are like 15 milligrams max. You know, oh, yeah. you're getting five milligrams all together. Well, you can only, so like if you get a, a pre-roll, because they, you can't sell bud in, like if you have a medical marijuana facility mm-hmm. in Texas, you can't sell flour. And so they sell pre-rolls and the pre-rolls can only be 0.5% THC. Yeah. And I'm like. Just go to a smoke shop and buy THCA or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's way stronger anyway. It is. And so I guess if you're trying to take the legal route about it, they just break it down to where it's yeah. kind of uh, low milligram. I mean, you don't get very much out of it. Yeah. It sucks that they're saying, yeah, it's legal, but mm-hmm. at low dosages. They're just they're kind of lowering the bar to where it's like, if you want to try it, you can. It may not work. And with that low, you may not even feel anything. Yeah. And then you just go get back on painkillers and prescription drugs. I love big pharma. Gotta love big pharma. <laughs> you love them. Yeah. But I mean, like with the with the medical marijuana program, you can only have there's only four things that they treat with that that you can get a card from a doctor for. And no, they expanded it. Oh, they did. My mom got a got a card. Okay. Well, they expanded it. Anyway. No but way. There's, there's not a lot of uh, doctors that do it. Yeah. In no. Texas. So that's because a big thing. The yes. The way that they wrote it. So the way that they wrote it. If the doctor prescribes it, then it's on the doctor. Yeah. Like, so a doctor can, can lose his license. license by prescribing it to somebody that then has a bad effect, like the adverse reaction, and then sue the doctor specifically. Wow. So, like, Hmm. To me, that's not very... If I was a doctor, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you go through eight years of school just for that, 
yeah. to get sued by somebody for prescribing yeah. the weed. <laughs> yeah, and then they get scared. Yeah. yeah. Could write the license, like give her the license, and he was like, no, like I don't do that because of the fact that it's just not worth it. Yeah. Because you're not going to get the help that you need. Mm-hmm. Too much about losing the product. Like it's not worth it in the long run. Yeah. yeah. But she got it online. She ended oh, up really? filling it, an application out. She got it online. Wow. She got two tinctures. that anonymous doctor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm a PhD, but you can't know my name. Yeah. <laughs> well, you I'm, might sue me. Exactly. The anonymity of it. I mean, it would make any doctor not want to prescribe whatsoever, even if it may help. Yeah. Um, it, it, I mean, you go through eight years of school and $300,000 in in school bills like that's not worth it no and, and not including a residency i mean exactly. that's still more of your time after yeah and residency is even more expensive yeah so it, it's one of those things where as a doctor i would understand as well yeah um but that does bring up a really solid point when we did talk about the whole cbd thing you know i mm-hmm. said uh daughters and granddaughters um it has been doctors too oh yeah because there's a lot of older people who are on a friend-to-friend relationship with their doctor mm-hmm. to the point where they just know each other, they know everything they've been through, and so there have been a couple times where they said, my doctor told me to try this. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, you have a great doctor who's mm-hmm. really looking out for you. And I'm guessing since they have that type of relationship with them, at least they conversate with them to the point where if there was an adverse effect, they'd just say, hey, stop taking it. Yeah. But our, our doctor actually tells people to do that. Really? Yeah. He tells us to, like, people will, well, well so that doc, the uh, Covenant Medical Center, it's on 98th, but um, that doctor's office, they've started to tell their people to go buy CBD and THC to help That's with so stuff amazing. because we've been talking to them about it. And it's so cool because like nice. they'll go online and they're like, oh, I went to the doctor and he told me to go to your website and all this other stuff to get some CBD. And I'm like, wow. That's awesome. That's really cool because at the beginning, they wouldn't even touch it. Yeah. They're like, oh, y'all are doing what? <laughs> and I'm like trying to trying to help people, and they're like, okay, whatever. It's yeah. like a placebo. And then our doctor started taking it, and he was like, "This really works." And I was like, <laughs> "I told you, says, yeah, I've been telling you That's for like a year, man." Literally, what everybody else says, yeah. they just don't want to take it because of the. I mean, it's such a bad connotation and taboo behind it. Nobody really thinks like, "Oh, this is going to help." People are just saying it's medically, yeah. you know, it's a medical um, option. Because they just want to get high. Exactly. And that's far. That's the furthest thing from the. Yeah, truth. and the beginning didn't help either. Like in 2018, like everybody was selling like snake snake oil. Like they were selling hemp seed oil, which has no cannabinoids. Yeah, at it's all. literally just like I mean, just it's hemp like seed canola yeah. oil. Yes, that's, that's, that's a better way like. to say it. Yeah, and like it kind of ruined everything for the whole industry, and like took a giant step backwards yeah and like you're still fighting your way out of it right now because mm, it's like are. that didn't do shit for me i, I mean yeah, exactly like, like the first time i started smoking and i saw hemp milk at at a, a united yeah and i was like you're like Ooh. hemp i didn't even know they had this <laughs> exactly. in a container just sitting there not even in a fridge bought some it wasn't the best tasting thing ever but it also didn't get me high so yeah, yeah. never bought it again you know exactly it's the same thing you get one bad taste in your mouth and you're like ah mm. Never trying that. Yeah, you're never doing it again. Yeah, but luckily I smoked, and obviously I was willing to try anything else hemp. But yeah. again, never the hemp milk. Hemp milk. It's yeah. not my thing. Have you ever smoked hemp? Yeah. I like it. I mean, it's great. It's mild. It's so if it's when, relaxing. Yes, and and especially when, when I did have my kid, I was so paranoid about the other stuff. Yeah. It was one of those things where it's like it's really the only thing you can do. Yeah. You know? And so it, it makes me feel safe because, in terms of being like a. Obviously, a lot of parents will drink on weekends after their kids asleep. But uh-huh. for me personally, I, I drink a beer and I'm set. You know, yeah. I'm never the guy who's like, I'm gonna drink a whole sixty pack. I mean, <laughs> or thirty pack, whatever. See, obviously, I'm yeah. Like, um, but I would love to just smoke a doobie, enjoy my night, relax. Yeah. And so, 
I, it would be nice to not look like I'm just a criminal, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and if, like, say something happens at night when your kid's there, like with your kid and you have to take him to the hospital, you can come down off of a high very fast, yeah. but you can't come down off of a drunk. No, and you can't drive. Yeah, you can't drive. <laughs> You're not supposed to. I mean, yeah. it's the same with the other stuff as well, but... Yeah, it's but, the like, same you thing. can come down quicker yeah. that way, and, like, it's just a lot better. Yeah, and I'm, I'm more willing to be... I mean, I'm calmer, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I, I've, I've never really lost my temper whatsoever, and I think it's because I'm so regulated, you know. Yeah. And there's other parents who get really mad. I've never, ever, my patience level is through the roof. The amount of times he mm-hmm. would be screaming in my ear, and I'm like, just chill. It's just a chill. like, it's okay, it's yeah, okay. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> and I think it's because I do smoke at night, and I have some type of relaxing in me. I don't mm-hmm. get anxiety, you know. I don't yeah. freak out to the point where I'm like, because having a kid, will make you freak out oh yeah and i understand my wife's whole thing eight hours a day nine hours a day mm-hmm. of not being able to communicate with something but have to take care of them yeah. and then they're screaming crying and you have no idea you give them food you try to put them down for a nap this is a puzzle yeah it is <laughs> and you will go in like a, a ten thousand puzzle where you're literally looking for one piece for that exact you know fix yeah and so i get why mother i mean to all the mothers, I, they are just amazing people because I don't oh, know yeah. how people do that. Yeah, exactly. The fathers, they can't do what a mother can. No, no, no not at all. And it, it's funny, too, because, like, the, the couple times where she does work on a Friday and mm-hmm. I have to take care of them, I'll go out to the store and people are like, you're a good dad. I'm like, I didn't do shit. I'm, we're just <laughs> yeah, going out and yeah. doing stuff. This is my one day off with him. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> exactly. Speaking on that, what is your opinion when people say, wow, you're so good for babysitting your kid? No, that's my kid. Like, I don't even think anything of it. Like, yeah. that's that's what I'm, I'm supposed to do. No. Yeah, yeah. Right exactly. Now. I'm just doing what my wife does every single day. Exactly. And no one says anything. No one says, you know, dude, you're being a great mother, you know? Yeah, and it, because it, they know. Yeah, it's just, a, it's kind of like a societal thing where it's like, she's obviously supposed to do that. Yeah. That's her job. That's her job, and yeah. And it's not, you know? Exactly. I mean, it is. It's both of our jobs. It's yeah. what we're supposed to do, raise a little little person. Yeah, but you can't breastfeed a baby, so. No. <laughs> <laughs> no it's so funny, too, because, you know, uh, getting a little into the, the med- like, obviously, mammary glands are made for feeding kids. Yes, exactly. Why do men have nipples? Do you know why? I don't know why. And I don't want to, I, I don't, we didn't try this, but it was something she told me. She was like, you should try it. Apparently, you know, teethers, uh-huh. men's tits are for that. Really? Yeah. So they're supposed to, <laughs> yes. so men's tits are for babies to bite on. Yeah. That's yeah. really it. That is crazy. She told me that and I was like, you're insane, but. Did you try it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> she tells me the pain she goes through. I'm never going to do that. Yeah. But, I would want to. Yeah. There's, there's a function for everything. Yeah. You know? I that is really interesting. You're telling me. Are you sure that you can produce milk if it's a dire situation? You know, if you really? Were, like, if you were the that last alive in your society and the children also survived, I'm pretty sure that, like, nature will make you produce milk so that you can keep them alive. I, I wouldn't doubt weird. it whatsoever. Yeah, I either. wouldn't either. Because, I mean, we have the same glands. They're just not big. Yeah. I'm exactly, and I wouldn't doubt that at all. But she told me that, and I was like, I'm never doing that. You're a way better person than I am. Yeah. That is crazy. That actually leads me to my, my first question. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Best Buds Podcast, by the way. This is episode 21. We've been talking for a while, but it's good to oh, yeah. talk. We've yeah. been talking for a long time. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, this is Braxton. Uh, he's the manager, or general manager at Green Gorilla. That manager's cool, too. Manager's cool. He's just a cool guy. Yeah. But um, that leads me to my first question, being a parent and still indulging yeah like do you get any um do you get any like special treatment or like side eyes or the black sheep treatment or yeah, well me and my parents uh for my mother at least for the longest mm. time it was such a 
bad thing. You yeah. Know? And now with everything kind of coming to light, she always says, you know, now that a part of it's legal, do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Be safe. And so I, I wouldn't see why not, but a lot of times I wouldn't smoke herb. Yeah. Uh, there was always a bad connotation that comes with the smell anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, living in Texas, if you go out just reeking, people are like, it's a dumb stoner. Yeah. And it's the exact opposite from the truth. There are people mm-hmm. who are unproductive and don't do very much, but yeah. I feel like I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum where I want to go out and do stuff. Yeah. And so it is one of those things where if I were to do it, I could see, you know, where mm-hmm. that would happen. Yeah. But it, it's normally just at night, relaxing. Mm-hmm. I mean, from when I had my kid to now, I, I would say I dropped smoking like almost to an eighth of what I used to do. Right. Um, so you have responsibility now. Yeah, it's it's twenty four seven. Yeah, it's a twenty four seven thing. You know, after I get off, I do want to like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. My wife does the absolute most. Yeah, and so I want to give her what little break she can. Mm-hmm. There's a you know three four hours where I kind of just sit down and play with him and distract him as much as I can from her. Yeah, and so the couple times when I did kind of stop smoking, it was one of those things where I, sometimes I'd get home smoke and then go right to parenting. Yeah, and it was one of those things where patience of of a god like he would be screaming running around and i would just sit there follow him mm-hmm. um and i think it was really nice for her to just have that little alone time yeah the, the, some time uh, to think yeah. and be your own person yeah exactly i mean she could without- exactly. <laughs> that is a true statement right there you can't find time to even shower i mean yeah. I've, I've always been a morning person but not a morning person like when i had a child yeah i'd wake up at seven and get my day started regardless you have to get your day started like at 6, 6.30 to, mm-hmm. to actually get into the shower, to yeah. brush your teeth, to feel clean before you start doing stuff. Because if you don't, 7 o'clock comes around, it's go time. Yeah. All the way till, like I said right now, my wife's putting him down for a nap, whatever time it is. So he's been, been asleep for about 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's one of the big things is that's the only free time you get yeah. is nap time from 12 to 2 or 3, depending on when he wakes up. And, dude, mm-hmm. there are t- days where he sleeps like 45 minutes, and it is – absolute hell she's like my whole day is ruined I, I didn't get what i needed done in those two hours those three hours i mean you literally start counting the seconds to your minutes um but it's helped my patience to the point where i i feel like i'm a better person for it like yeah he could do whatever and, and not get mad that he's crying no, or no not at all yeah um especially after a long day because yeah. like your patience gets thin after a long day or like mm-hmm everything went wrong at work and you'd come home and you're like, Ugh. yeah, luckily my job is specifically just talking. Yeah. The, the most that ever happens is I'm mentally drained. Yeah. That kind of just rejuvenates my battery to yeah. the point where I'm just like, I would love to talk to you. You know, after I'm done putting him down, uh, I start to do wife time too. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, yeah. we talk for a good hour, two hours every single night. And then mm-hmm. is there any left time for me? No, it's fine though. Yeah. Maybe if, if I decide to stay up till one o'clock and then five hours of sleep and start the whole day back up. Exactly. But, but that's, part of being a parent yeah yeah it's 24 7 non-stop yeah. when they get older you'll have a little bit more time to yourself <laughs> yeah a little bit you know and they when can they be there get older, you beg them to spend time with Ex- yeah so and that is i think about that every night even last night that was one of my big thoughts because i'm sitting there staring at him and he's trying to babble with me mm-hmm. and i could go you know it's time to go to sleep but i can't help but talk to him and my wife gets so pissed she's like he needs Put to go to bed, bed. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is like the time, and I feel, in my mind, I feel like if I give him that time, eventually when he is older, he's going to be like, I love having conversations with my dad at night, mm-hmm. spinning up that extra time, because I know I'm going to be begging for time with him. Yeah. And it would just break my heart to just go, dude, it's time for bed. You got to 
you got to be quiet for a little bit so I can put you down. It would just destroy me if that's the reason he's like, we don't talk when we go to bed. We just go go to bed. I'm yeah. not supposed to talk to dad for a good 45 minutes. No. And it's just babbling mm-hmm. with a couple words that, I, there's this thing called like parentese. You know? Yeah. Like, I can understand my child. Uh-huh. The couple words he does know when he's trying to make a point, you know? Yeah. He gets three to five word sentences coming along. And um, if anybody else were to say it, he wouldn't understand. So we can talk back and forth just a little bit, you know? Yeah. Ask him it's his like day basic was. conversation. Yeah. Ask him how his day was. He says, Mimi, Papa, which is his grandpa and um, his grandma on his, on his mother's side. Uh-huh. And uh, it's, it's nice because if he saw them, he'll, he'll say, you know, saw them, bye. Um, dogs every single day I ask him he helps me feed the dogs he helps me toss the trash because oh, that's cool yeah I, I think it's nice to involve your kids I mean they want to do something yeah if if I get to cook on a nice like Friday morning or Saturday morning mm-hmm. I'll let him fuck up some eggs you know yeah. I'm sorry should I no. yeah you can cuss yeah, yeah, yeah. okay 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 yeah. so I let him throw eggs you know shells are in, in the eggs and whatnot he'll throw cheese in there make mm-hmm. a little omelet and yeah. flip bacon with my hands on the side of him but he loves to be involved washing that's his cool. hands washing dishes mm. Uh, he's gonna be a lady killer. I have one day. He knows I hope. how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I hope. But yeah. Sorry, you're taking out the trash, but yeah. Dude, yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I think really, uh, just to kind of revolve to the whole point. I think smoking really does help my patients. Yeah. It's doing those things. I could do so much quicker without having to involve them and just. Yeah. But I'll spend two, three times the amount of time doing those tasks with him because it it really does. I I feel like it makes an impression. I could be wrong. You know, well, I think you're doing a good job. No, for, with a psychology background, you're right. Like, the first five years of their developmental, like, every little thing you do is going to shape who he is later on. Yeah. So, and you, like, that point that you made about, like, talking to him at night, later on, even though he's not subconsciously thinking about it now, that grows into a habit and a pattern. See? So mm-hmm. when he's, like, a toddler, yeah. he'll start coming to you at night and talking about his day, and yeah. it'll build that bond. See, and that's what I'm hoping for. And yeah. It, when you are a parent, you read so many things about like what you should do for developmental mm-hmm. health and what you can do, what you should avoid. Um, and it's so funny because there are things that say one thing and you're like, that makes so much sense. And then there's the other thing where it's like, you shouldn't do that. And then it makes so much yeah, sense. You're like, you just have to choose a path. Yeah. And, and so I'm hoping it does that. But I did read something that says, you have n- anything you do with that child, they're going to become their own person regardless. Yeah. And so... I'm hoping doing these things, it will build that. But in the case, it's not. I mean, it becomes a little monster. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. I'm still here for it. You try to teach them what you can. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're just like, eh. Mm. <laughs> I tried my best. Yeah, that's true. And there's nothing to really, like, grasp onto that says, if I do those things, it's my fault that he didn't become a good yeah. person. And he's your first one. Yes. And so it's kind of like a... Only one for a long time. I don't know how people have two. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wooden pig. Yeah, yeah. It's a... Uh, if, if we've always talked about it, you know, people always ask us, when is the second one? Yeah, you like, yeah, I don't know if it is. I don't know. Yeah. Four, five, six, seven <laughs> years. Yeah. So it, I, I congratulate any person who goes, I'm going to have another one. Um, Damn, good job for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You must have, I mean, and some people, they have, I, I don't know how to say it. I had a crackhead baby. Mm-hmm. Um, he runs around and not like a little crackhead. He yeah, just yeah. runs around, destroys stuff. He mm-hmm. is, just a monster it's like a tornado yeah i love i mean we were playing with blocks today and you know we build it up really high and then just knocks it down yeah and we let him do it i mean he's just trying to see what's what's going to happen you know Mm -hmm. he's just testing his own little physics but there are so many other children who are like my kid just sits down he watches a full movie and i'm like i can't get like that'd be so nice (laughs) me and my wife's favorite pastime besides bowling um you know playing some pool or 
I mean, was was movies. We yeah. go to the movies. All the, I haven't seen a movie since he's been born in the theaters. Yeah. And when Avatar came out, like on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. we took two days to watch it. Oh yeah. <laughs> we had to break it up between nights. Yeah. Uh, we, there's no way we could do it. Yeah, and it's a long movie. Yeah, it's a yeah yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a long. Really long movie. <laughs> but if, if we tried it a couple times, where you know we're sitting down for lunch and we try throwing it on and. Uh, 10-15 minutes and he's running around destroying something yeah if we wanted to fully invest ourselves into any type of movie show it's, uh, it's just not gonna happen it's a two-dayer that's a two-dayer <laughs> we're gonna f- pick this up yeah, yeah that's kind of how we were when we were little kids though my brother and I were just little tornadoes running around breaking stuff see and I don't know I, how I you feel really like that's a boy thing yeah well, I feel like it's a boy thing what's the yeah it, it, I think it is too yeah um uh, there are some boys who are really nice. Oh, yeah. Nice baby boys. We, we've talked to a lot of parents, and some are just like, angel. Like, lucky. Yeah, exactly. Well, Good for you. Yeah. Parents chose to have Brett because they didn't want you to be alone. Oh, yeah, that's why. My parents didn't want me to be alone. Well, no, so they, the fact know. that they didn't want to have kids later on, but they knew they wanted to, and so it was easier for them to do it back-to-back the way they yeah. did. Yeah. And Anne has, like, health implications, which, like, caused issues with Brett. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that, that was the reasoning. It yeah. wasn't really necessarily... That's why Brett is a... That's why Brett's a little... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, what's, the, what's the age difference between you two? It's two years. Okay, well, yeah. That, yeah that's, that, that was... My wife actually had the conversation a couple months ago. She was like... He's to, turning two. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I talked to a little girl at the park the other day, and um, she said, I love my, my mom. We're have, she's having my little sister. And then she brought up the thing. It was like, she made me a second one, and I was like... I'm okay, but I, I appreciate your mental health yeah, more than yeah. I want another child. Exactly, yeah. But I did hear somebody say, like, they become, they take care of each other. Instead mm-hmm. of becoming a parent who fully is just, like, down in the sand playing with their kid, if you have another kid, they play together. You become a chauffeur at that point. Yeah. You, you just take You're just the driver. Yeah, you're just the driver. <laughs> and uh, the, the single child is kind of scary because uh, there was a comedian who kind of said, you know, it becomes... As that kid grows up, you know, it's like, what are you doing at home? Or after you get off of school, I'm like, I'm going to go home to my family. And he's like, I'm going to go home to a sweet married couple, I guess, you know. And yeah. then you just, th- the, the kid is third wheeling everything. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, I could see that. But um, I, I think that I know a lot of single, ch- like single kids that, um, that they're perfectly fine. Yeah. Like they're, they're better than most kids with uh, siblings, so. Uh, yeah, I have a little cousin. He's he's very intelligent, young. Oh yeah. And grew up all alone. Yeah. Just I him and his parents. It's, deter- it's determined by how the parent parents one child. Oh really? If that makes sense. Like because it's like the one child syndrome, like the only child syndrome mm. is when the parents do whatever the kid wants all the time. Yeah. The that, fact that they don't teach them social skills on how to get along with other kids. Mm-hmm. That's what siblings do for the parent without having to like go out and like plan play dates, you know what I yeah mean? or involve yeah. them in other kids time yeah i mean you're 100 percent right and yeah. that's one of the big things that scares us is like he will but i mean even interacting with his little cousins he's just because they're he has a little cousin too same thing kind yeah. of monster um he was a daycare kid and mother does so much for him but a lot of times when they're playing with toys he goes mine and my kid the first time he heard that was like <laughs> he's like whoa and just gave him everything and he loves to follow him around even though he'll take his stuff yeah it's just what kids do and yeah. so it's nice it to have a little interaction do. but he's just super sweet and nice but then with us he's a monster yeah you know, so it it is nice to have that type of interaction where they um they will learn boundaries but mm-hmm. each kid is just different i don't know I, I love my little monster regardless I, yeah I, it'd be cool to have another one but i don't know how to make that jump and i don't know how soon that jump is going to happen hey 
maybe it'll happen uh not soon regardless <laughs> no <laughs> who knows who knows but uh yeah like kind of so like that's a little bit about your parenting story how did you get from there to managing a smoke shop well i've, I've been doing that for a little bit more time um i think it's still the same thing uh there's never a time when you in your life when you go, I'm an adult. Yeah. You know? There isn't ever a time. It yeah. just is kind of gradual. Yeah, and it kind of happens. You don't realize it until you're like, man, I hate paying taxes. Uh, and you're like, damn, I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even think about it. Yeah. So uh, at heart, especially with a lot of people who do work at Smoke Shop, we mm. still hold on to our childhood as much as we possibly can. Oh, yeah. So I think running a store, in terms of ordering, talking to people, it's my favorite part of the day. Yeah. Uh, the hardest part, coming down to like the family dynamic, is, is really making sure everybody it gets along with each other mm-hmm. that is the hardest part about it and making sure everybody feels like everything is fair and equal is the hardest part about managing i, I did have a sit-down conversation through all of everybody's reviews and they were happy you know they said they love the job yeah but again i'm it's coming from me so it's one of those things where i just want to see what what issues that were happening internally luckily yeah. it was significantly less than i thought it was right but it that is the hardest part and so I, that's another reason why having a second child is hard. Yeah. The, the issues you deal with, and that's just two, as opposed to, like, the outside of my managers, because I have phenomenal... I mean, you've met... Yeah, they're great. And I, I like all of them. That's my, my whole thing, is, is I've heard so many great things from my managers. They're people who care about other people in front of them yeah. and just want to take care of them fully. And so they have taken so much responsibility in taking care of those stores. Mm-hmm. I'm just the person who's like, I've done it for the longest. If you have any questions, I'm here for it. Yeah. And so... Or I can just give them advice here and there. Um trust is i guess it comes along with running a family and i think a business mm-hmm. and you have to trust the people you with yeah. trust the people that that are doing what you you would prefer to do yourself exactly because i mean you could tell somebody if you want something done right you gotta do it yourself yeah but you can't do everything yourself. But you don't have enough time to do everything you don't have yourself. time to do everything <laughs> yourself no so trust is like the biggest thing mm-hmm. running, um, running a business and a family and i think as long as you can put the right trust in the right people. Yeah. They will 10 times over yeah. do, do what needs to be done. It's finding the right people. That's the hard part. That's the hard part. <laughs> that is the hard part. You can trust somebody with your whole life, and then they're just not the best of humans. Exactly. Um, but I feel like I've gotten a lot of good people under me who will work fully. Oh, yeah. They're great. Yeah, they're great at what they do, and like, they're personable. I like talking to him every time I talk to him. So yeah, and I do too. I mean, yeah. when my favorite times when we get together in our, our little manager meetings, we'll talk about everything going on in the store. It's like a good two hour conversation, and mm-hmm. afterward, when we're like, "Bye," and I, I think it's like a, the Texas goodbye. Yeah, if you guys have heard of that. Mm-hmm. See you later. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> well, yeah. hands on the hand, and then like you guys talk for the next thirty minutes. Yeah, it never ends at just a bye. Yeah, it's like a uh, saying bye, and they're walking the same direction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so. It, it's nice to just sit there after we're done talking about what needs to be done, what yeah. we plan on doing, for for us to just sit there and kind of bullshit. Yeah, and it's they're, they're some of my best friends, mm-hmm. and it it's not a lot of. In every job I've worked, I've always found good friends. But yeah, it's never been the way I, I have the relationship with my managers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's. Because you do everything with them, you talk about mm-hmm. your problems, you talk about work, you talk about your work problems, you talk yeah. about. And you solve all of that together, except your home problems. But <laughs> you can talk to them about it. Yeah. Um, I, I would, yeah. Or do you keep that separate? No. A lot of them, no, I mean, a 
one of my managers is coming. I, I have a big family, so mm-hmm. with his party that we're having tomorrow, yeah. it's one of those things where one of my managers, he has two kids, so he's coming. I don't okay. want to invite everybody because there's like 50 people all at altitude. I feel like I just overwhelm the place. Yes. Uh, it, it's a little too much, but I would invite them all. Yeah. You know? And even when I do have little barbecues, those are the people that I would have over, you know, mm-hmm. first. Yeah. My managers. And then whoever else wants to come can. Yeah. So uh, going along on, on to that, did... So before, like, uh, before CBD became legal to sell, did y'all have as many people as y'all do now, or did it ramp up dramatically? Uh, With this industry, it's such a versatile, crazy industry. Mm -hmm. Um, When CBD became legal back in, what is it, 2018? 2018. Yeah. Mm, We had two stores. I think we were rocking, like, 27, maybe 24 people, somewhere around there. Mm Mm-hmm. it definitely did. Yeah. And there, there's always been little things here and there, and you'll see the changes. Oh, yeah. Um, so CBD was one of those big big jumps. Mm-hmm. And it's always trying to find what's popular, what's going to be legal, what's going to stay legal, too. Yeah. Um, and what can we work on that's going to make sure that we're doing everything appropriately. Mm-hmm. So when CBD come out, yes, it was one of those things that it was a huge train. It was the only thing you could get that you could yeah, smoke legally. You yeah. Know? And so people were willing to make the jump from, especially me as a parent, I understand where a lot of people are coming from now. Yeah. Where they are okay smoking this Mm -hmm. they're like you know i can't really smoke the real stuff but i can smoke this stuff and i don't have that worry of something bad is going to happen to me um that's just the anxiety that comes along with smoking some of the Mm -hmm. illegal stuff but cbd has changed that for a lot of people yeah so it was great because there was a huge jump from that people who just wanted it for the medical stuff um i think it jumped up to like 30 because around that time is when we were opening up our new 50th store Uh and then over the last year Two year and a half. And then y'all got the other store mm-hmm. on slide. Yeah. But Delta, CBD, it was disposable, CBD, Delta. All of those jumps just transition into, we need more people. We yeah. need more people. We need more people. Yeah. And like we've seen that. The more business you get, the more people you need. Yeah. Because like you just don't have enough hands. No. And trusting those people is one of the big parts. I mean, like I said earlier, when I walked in here, yeah. I, when I first came in, there was like three cars out there. Oh, yeah. There was four of y'all. Yeah, there was four of us, the or four cars the last time we were here. Yeah, I think were you here the time that yeah. we all came? Okay, yeah. so yeah, then five people, I guess. Yeah, it was me. Mm-hmm. And I have a full parking lot. Yeah, a full <laughs> parking lot. You don't have enough room out there. No, we don't. We need another one. Yeah, you guys have grown so much, but that's what happens when you do good business. Yeah. Um, you guys obviously put out the products that you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like even with y'all expanding, like it's the same thing. Like uh, people go to y'all rather than anybody else, um, because y'all are nice. And y'all actually, like, talk to your customers instead of just being like, what you want? <laughs> it's so funny because that's the exact conversation I had with some, somebody yesterday. That's the oh, really? reason. When, that when I was, you know, getting off late, I'd mm-hmm. gone to one of my stores just to drop some stuff off. And I got caught up in conversation. Yeah. Just because I legitimately wanted to talk to them. Yeah. Something that was uh, and literally another Delta product. Yeah. And... After the, the conversation, I think it was like 45 minutes later, he was like, dude, my wife's going to kill me. I got to go. And I was like, oh, you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> my wife's already been wanting to kill me. Yeah, yeah. I had, a, I had a text message 30 minutes before the conversation had ended. Oh, yeah. But again, it's because it's when you love something, you want to just tell people about it. You want to talk about it all the time. Yeah. And so it's, it doesn't even have to come down to like, I just want to talk. I do legitimately love what I do. And mm-hmm. trying these things out, it's just a fun experience yeah and you just want to tell people like hey just please just take my advice this is what you want to try if you want yeah. something that's going to be 
better for you. Exactly. And so that was that was a whole conversation, and it sprouted off into obviously other conversations. But yeah, yeah. It's I do hate it. I mean, mm. especially me as a consumer back in the day when I used to go to vape stores, because um, like I said, nobody built. I would go in and just hug and help. Yeah. And it was. What you want? Yeah. Yeah. And it was my man. Um, my old manager who moved off and opened the Odessa store who kind of sat down and we just bullshitted for like two hours. Mm-hmm. And before I knew that what the time was, I was like, dude, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And so that's what really makes, I guess, a store mm-hmm. is them wanting to sit down involve themselves with yeah. you. Just, just be good people, I guess, yeah. as opposed to, I'm just here to make a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that kind of why there's a rivalry in town? No. <laughs> so I think what the big rivalry comes down to is, uh, when we had started, mm-hmm. uh, this it's about to be 10 years the, to next year, and I've been with the company for eight years. Oh, wow. We had four people when we first started. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why we grew so fast. One was prices, yeah. obviously, and two was we actually cared. Yeah. Um, other people in town had three or four stores, mm-hmm. and we jumped to two, three stores almost overnight. And when, when they did that, it was one of those things where a lot of people just decided to rapidly expand. Mm-hmm. And... What I like to think of us compared to the competition is you have your Uniteds and then you have your convenience stores. Yeah. And, you know, convenience stores are there because they're fast, always more expensive. And then you have your Uniteds, your Walmarts. People go to those because they have better prices, you have more to offer. Yeah. And so it's nice to have the competition there because, like we said earlier, you're always going to have those people who go, I went to that other store and I don't know what I was thinking. You yeah. Know, you could have the concess- the guy behind the concession stand or you can have United, you know, mm-hmm. or they have way more to offer. Yeah. More co- or even H-E-B in, yeah. that, in that sense. They take your cart out, or for United's sake, they take your cart to your car, yeah. and you don't touch your cart not one time, and, like, it's just the customer service there is way better. Yeah. And, I mean, you can go to the convenience store, get everything, you know, yourself. Yeah. A little more expensive. That's what I kind of see the competition as, is United versus H-E-B. Yeah. That's oh, what I kind of uh, see the, I can see it the too. big two. Yeah. Because you're one of the big two. Yeah. And so it, it is nice to have that competition there. But yeah. it, it's great when I hear people come in and they're like, dude, I don't know what I was doing going over there. Yeah. It, it's to each their own, I guess. Some people want that kind of, don't talk to me. Let me just get what I'm getting and getting out. Exactly. But then when if they do come in and you can change their mind, talk to them for a little bit, they're like, I didn't even know this existed. That's my favorite part of the job. Yeah. And people come back and they're like, dude, what you had to say and tell me really changed my world. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of times when you talk about fulfilling jobs, it's one of those things where it's like, am I changing the world? Yeah. One person at a time, I feel like I am. Yeah. But it's not like to the point where, you know, we're saving the oceans. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can only change it one person at a time. It's yeah. not like you're, we're all Superman, you know? No, that's true. You got to start somewhere. But, uh, yeah, I was, because whenever, uh, whenever I first started talking to you, um, I found out that there was a rivalry. And I was like, yeah. that is so weird that there is that but like i understand it completely now uh, after like getting to talk to you and everything like that but like especially like some of y'all stores are really close together yeah <laughs> so it was funny me and the, the owner did have a, a good conversation about like maybe we should just put one right across the street from one of theirs just yeah. really have a ball so that way people can compare right across the street it would be really funny those are probably be. the most busy ones in town if that was yeah. the case because yeah, then you have the, it's like when you go down in Dallas you went down the warehouse district yes right? it's uh, that same thing yeah yeah and it's just competition after competition after competition you know but it would be nice to have that and so people could legitimately see the difference in just store to store yeah if they want to take a walk yeah they just walk across the street look at the price of what they want go back to the other side look at that mm-hmm. and then come back or stay yeah, there and they can exactly yeah um 
but I, that's so funny because there's not a lot of other places or there's not a lot of other industries that it's kind of like that and it's not like I'm going to sue you because everybody's I would say everybody's a little bit nicer in our industry but like oh yeah because everybody you know is happy because they're using the plant yeah they're, they're medicated <laughs> exactly they're medicated but like in other other industries it's like if you open up across from me I'm going to sue you and it's just like yeah it's like cut you off at the ankles low ball everything but um i just i think that's really funny and whenever you tell me that i like to share that with people i'm like you know they have a rivalry right <laughs> like, like what do you mean i'm like it's yeah they don't they don't like each other yeah we, we go everywhere like i said we have people that go to every single store make yeah. sure we're giving the best price possible and then we let those that do itself and yeah. then when you come in and have the actual experience that'll do the other job that'll mm-hmm. do the other part of the job yeah um oh also i want to i kind of want to talk about some shows that y'all go to so yeah. like uh, some expo expo shows and like product expos and stuff like that. So y'all just went to Champs in Vegas. Yeah, it was fun. How was that? A lot of walking. You yeah. put like ten miles in walking in, and I mean, when it comes to like I said, I love talking. Mm-hmm. That's all you do. Yeah. I mean, most of the time when we do ordering online, it's nine times out of ten it's making lists, figuring mm-hmm. out what's going on, and then putting in those orders. And yeah. my favorite part is like calling the reps, actually getting to talk to them. They'll tell you about new stuff that's coming out. Yeah. Um. But it's different with there because there it's you go one booth, you talk, you learn a bunch about what they have to offer, mm-hmm. why it's different, what it's going to be in, in terms of being different. Yeah. You go to the next booth and hear the same thing. And the entire time it's just like, well, what do you have to offer that's different than these guys? Well, why is their price point like this? And when you do that for 10 miles a day, mm-hmm. it, it it's very stressful. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's nice to just come home, relax. And then you have buckets of paperwork that you're literally like exactly oh, i gotta remember that and a so a bunch of notes and yes. business cards and everything notes and business cards that's legitimately what it is yeah it's notes business cards and then just organizing through the um the dictionary yeah paperwork it is have. a dictionary you come home and you got a whole backpack full of stuff yeah i mean I'll, and i've been to so many of them that now all the stuff that i get for i just give it to my guys mm-hmm. because one they're one of the people who, if they like something, they're going to talk about it. Yeah. So it's nice for them to kind of try it out. And when we do get it in, they're like, okay, I tried this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't really need to try any more disposables. Trust me, I'm done. Oh, yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah. After like 13 disposables in a row, you would think you'd get a Nick Buzz, but I've vaped for so long. I don't even feel it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like, this flavor is great. Quality. In the how, so how many different products do y'all pick up at Champs, like every time? Is it around the same or is it like different? <sighs> varying they it really yeah. depends i'm when i first started these shows uh, me and my boss talked about it. i mean especially in the smoking side because that's what champs is yeah i mean they have tpe which is just like um, your total product expo mm-hmm. um but champs is primarily smoke side and a lot of that comes at the other side as well so there was always something new innovative i mean they were doing something different every single time mm-hmm. um now it's kind of generalized yeah. a lot of the smoking products and the industry has come kind of conformed to one thing yeah now you got a lot of Bigger names like Tyson jumping on the board, um, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. You got a lot of these huge smoking products that are, they're just making the same thing, but under their name. Yeah. Um, it is great to see something innovative and new, mm-hmm. like a Keurig of, of uh, pre-rolls. You just put a pre-roll in, put a little cup in, put your product in, and it just fills up a joint for you. Oh, really? That's yeah. cool. I'm collecting that. I got your parents. Oh, oh yeah. Well, you got the parents? actually have one of those. Oh, it's a, the, it's I don't know what it's Okay, so the Brennan Rose, that's like a grinder and a cone filler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It does everything. The bead is like you press a button, you put a cone in, and then there's a cup that you fill with product, and you put the cup in, and then 
you press the button again, it'll close, fill your joint, and then you just twist it off. Really? Yeah. So That is pretty cool. It literally looks like a Keurig. Yeah. Um, but it, it was cool to see stuff like that, like butter makers that would instantly dispense butter yeah. onto your popcorn so you could have medicated popcorn. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and a lot of that was the, the funnest part about Champs. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really see crazy new products because, I mean, I feel like, I mean, stoners are pretty innovative people. Smoking out of water bottles through bathtubs yeah, out of an apple out of an apple strawberries fruits i mean yeah. the amount of little things that you could do with smoking uh-huh. or little products to help smoking has kind of come to this point where it feels like there's one or two new products as opposed to back then when every there, time there was something new was something new yeah, yeah. and uh, it really comes down to the the transition of the smoking industry mm-hmm. i mean if you talk to your parents about smoke shops what are they going to tell you it was dark dingy you would have to walk through beads yeah it'd be porn and dildos yeah and there's glass everywhere i don't even know what to look at yeah and yeah. so it was not one of those things where they were like now there's mm-hmm. one on every corner oh yeah and so going through that transition of like seeing it being dark and dingy and them having you know a couple products to it blowing up massively mm-hmm. and everyone's coming out with new stuff 24 7 that was that was an awesome time but now it's kind of the same thing yeah but now it's really like who can do something better? Who's a better company altogether? Because you yeah. have a lot of third-party companies that get together, order these products, and then just sell you to them. Exactly. The same price. That yeah. You, they just yeah. inflate it a little bit. Yeah. That's exactly it. Or they give you the same price that the company would offer you direct. Mm-hmm. Like I, the monopolies of, like, Elf Bar also owns Lost Mary and, like, two other things. Yeah. So Lost Mary owns, like, a bunch. Oh, yeah. Company. Talk about that real quick. So, like, the vape, the like, there's, like, this big vape shell corporation that owns all of these yeah. different vapes. Do you know anything about, like, who it is? Uh, I, they're based out of China, Shenzhen, China. Okay. Um, but that, that's really one of the big things is they all are the same people. Elf yeah. just, it, it got so much popularity. Technically, it's not Elf anymore. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they make the same bar. They came out with a hit product, and everybody loved it. And so they started so making products for other people. Mm-hmm. The amount of collaborations with Elf alone would make your head hurt. Really? Yeah. And, and even though we carry a lot of it, we don't carry everything. Yeah. Um. Because there's other products that are great out there. Mm-hmm. Elf does own everything. A lot. Yeah, a lot. How the, like, how it's not a monopoly at this point. It's in China. That's why. They don't have those laws out there. <laughs> yeah, they don't have those laws. But um, it's kind of like, you know how Kellogg's owns like all of these companies and Coca-Cola yeah. owns all of these companies. It's kind of like that. The only difference is America. Yeah, America. Yeah. yeah. Which is okay. nice. Um, it, it's funny because one of the greatest things I found out there was a disposable brand that is made in America. So, oh, really? yeah, and it's, it's That's very new. Yeah, that is, new. <laughs> that is new. That is brand new. I mean, there's a bunch of new products we got as well, but mm-hmm. not because a lot of it's some other cool stuff, you mm-hmm. know, um, just to, to stay away from that. There is a lot that we pick up out there Yeah, because there are new brands and there are new things that are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the same thing, just revamped, redone, added yeah. something new in. Yeah. It's just, uh, it, this is we're, we're thinking about doing champs, uh, maybe in like a year or two. Nice. And uh, a bunch of the people that we've been talking to, they it's like a hit or miss with Champs, but it, I feel like Champs is more of a, like the company's exhibit and they're looking for distributors or they're looking for big chain smoke shops that do their own buying. But like we went to the Alternative Products Expo and the distributors were expoing or exhibiting. And it was so weird because like the small smoke shops are going in to buy stuff. Yeah. And I was like, it's a little funky, but it's it's like Champs is more of like a commercialized show and alternative product expo. They explained it like this. It's it's like 
sitting down with your friends at the Alternative Box Products Expo, and Champs is like sitting down in a stadium talking to people. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a very good way to say it because it is nauseating. Yeah. There is so much going on. It's hard to really sit down, and and there is companies like. Especially, you know, for yourself, if you wanted to find a new shelf for your disposables, you can find it there. Oh, yeah. They're going to tell you how much you can break down the cost to. Um, but you do have the other side of it, too, where if you're just a smoke shop and you do want to go in, mm-hmm. you do get some of the best prices because Champs, is that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's about um, discounts. Yeah, but the chain, the chain's smoke shop is kind of what we are. Yeah, you know? yeah. We have 11 all together, but mm-hmm. completely different than just going to TPE. Yeah. Doing a small ordering. I mean, with, or uh, ATP. Mm-hmm. Um with some of our best vape products, we actually picked them up there. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it's funny because even one of the greatest brands, uh, another Texas company, mm-hmm. they're great. They both were out there. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, like Vape Dogs. I don't know if this means anything to you, especially being in this side mm-hmm. of the industry, but it's a it's a vape juice. There's Satisfy and um, Vape Dogs. Two great companies, mm-hmm. both based out of Texas. Really? Yeah. You found them at Champs? No. TPE. Oh, oh, TPE. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. So, I mean, there's... All, there's positives and negatives to both i guess mm-hmm. um vegas is very nauseating oh right? yeah just the town by itself oh yeah it, <laughs> and then going to show along with being in vegas yeah especially when i when i did smoke out there because i'd taken a good month hiatus before i actually went out there yeah um when i did finally do that i was just looking at the town going man because there's so much construction oh, yeah and it's really dark then you see people on the street and it's just like this is gross yeah it's gross <laughs> especially now that you're a parent you're like I would uh, never raise a child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, t- Vegas aside, yeah, it's fun. The shows are cool. The mm-hmm. food is great. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's about it. Then you want to leave. Yeah. I would say two days is about maximum. Yeah. If you're doing just that, that's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need. Two days. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of food spots, but that's that's really it. Mm-hmm. And there's so much shows. Um, but the uh, Champs Convention was fun. It's just Vegas is nauseating. Yeah. And the lights, it's never nighttime. No. It's always bright. Never. You can't ever sleep. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted to talk about one more thing before we uh, close off. So you are a listener to the podcast, mm-hmm. and now you're on the podcast. Which thank you very much. It, I mean, no worries. It's been a great experience. Yeah, I liked having you on here. Um, what do you get out of listening to the podcast? Like, uh, So it, it's nice to... Uh, it, it, I guess we had talked about this earlier before we were recording. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite podcasts—it's kind of chaos. It's yeah. it's human. Now you guys are very organized. I love the way you guys do this, but it's like organized of, chaos. Yeah, organized <laughs> chaos. But it's it's humanizing a company, you know, mm-hmm. or humanizing people in general. Yeah. The reason I listen to podcasts with other actors and comedy comedians is it humanizes the person that you're listening to or you go to listen to. Mm-hmm. And so being able to hear you guys see what you guys are talking about or just humanize you even you it's it's nice to see that um again that's that's kind of what you want yeah you don't want somebody who's just a generalized robot it's like going to those other stores hank can i get you this all right bye yeah i'll see you later yeah get out of here it's nice to humanize the person that's talking to you yeah it makes you feel more comfortable with mm-hmm. who you're dealing with yeah and that's how i feel so it, it's nice being able to listen to you guys um, hearing your mother talk and you know your father talking JD I mean that was one of, that was a good podcast too yeah. saying, you're saying that was one of your favorite ones it, it was hilarious you know because yeah. it, it's funny to uh, nobody really thinks of their parents as kids mm-hmm. you know and to, to see them do that it, it was hilarious yeah um, and then 
hearing your brother talk to the other guy. Honestly, I don't remember the name. He's out of Maine. Yes, the other grower. Uh, that was awesome because, you know, I thought in my little bit of research here and there dealing with people who grow, mm-hmm. that, was a compl- that was a nice little info dump right there. Talking yeah. about lights, the, the specific rooms you need. I mean, it's nice to see what kind of work and effort you guys put into yeah. actually growing your stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, it again, it just humanizes who you are. Um, being on the podcast, it's a little different. I just feel like I talk way too much. So, yeah, but now people are humanized to green gorillas. No, and my my employees actually hate that the most because I've I've been there for so long. Uh-huh. A lot of the people that I deal with are like, "Where's Braxton? I know Braxton." <laughs> He's like, "Just listen, he'll be here." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it it's nice to uh, to I mean I like them to talk to, but everybody knows me at, at my story. Yeah. Too well. Um, yeah. they know my life. Um, it is fun being on here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are great people, but too many people know me. Yeah. <laughs> so it it. Um, it is fun talking to you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single time you do come in, I feel like I take up way too much of your time anyway. No, I like it. Even though it takes... They're like, see you in an hour and a half. And I'm like, you <laughs> Talk way too much. Yeah, but I like talking to you. It's, it's like, I, that's why we always talk for so long because it's like just never-ending conversation. And you have to be like, all right, I got to go. <laughs> like yeah. that guy, he's like, my wife's going to kill me. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly what it comes down to. Luckily, that wasn't my wife on the phone. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, she would. He did not wake up. We're good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really liked having you on here. It was nice. Uh, Can I ask one more question? Oh yeah, ask yeah. one more question. Okay, so when we originally got into Green Gorilla, the only way that we got your number is because an awesome person. Yeah, I knew Kevin. Yeah. Like freshman year, we went to Red Raider orientation together, and I remember like meeting him there. We came really close, and then he was like, "I'm gonna work at Green Gorilla." At the time, I didn't even vape. And, at the um, time. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate. But I'm I was wondering if we would have had, an, like, is that the only reason we got into Green Gorilla was because we knew somebody that you trusted? Not entirely, no. Um, no when, was it a big part? Definitely, 100%. Um, but when um, Ann and Zach came in and kind of mm. sat down and talked to me, uh, it was nice. You guys were local. Mm. Uh, one of my the biggest things that, the reason I actually picked you guys up was you guys were doing something different. Yeah. Every company was spraying their product. We were infusing. Yes. And so yeah. it's like I said earlier, it's always the change. It's always the new things that mm-hmm. are always bigger. You guys were doing something completely different on top of the fact that you were local people. Yeah. Um, we did have to talk about a couple things in oh, terms yeah. of, but I'm glad we were able to kind of finally come to an agreement. Where I, was, I am too. This is what the other, this is what the competition's offering. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been as transparent mm-hmm. if it wasn't you guys. You know, yeah. if it was just some other company. I can tell them all day about everybody else, but they don't care. You know, yeah. they're a big company. You guys being local, it's nice to, to talk to you guys and show you, hey, this is what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. If you can kind of be on the same line, I can instantly throw you in the yeah. store. And now we're way below the line. Yeah. No, no, no. And it's true. <laughs> We've got down really a lot since then. No, that's what we do, too. Yeah. And, and it's you funny. You have to, though. Yeah. A lot of people in the industry or even just general markets are, everyone is going up. Mm-hmm. But we are like, how can we offer better prices to make yeah. sure people stick with us? Yeah, because retention is the biggest thing. Yeah, and what what's your, what is the biggest thing when somebody just as a regular person, you know, life necessities come first. Mm-hmm. Our jobs, I wouldn't consider it life necessities unless it's you know you're using it specifically for medical use that you cannot live without. Exactly. Um, how do we keep people around? You know, yeah, offering them better prices, letting mm-hmm. them know we're going to do the same exact thing, but make sure you can affordably use our products. Yeah, and that's that's what is great about us mm-hmm. other people just don't care about the consumer they're going up and up and up but we're just like let's yeah. just cut more into what we're doing so we can offer a better price exactly 
Because the, uh, everybody else is going up because they can, but that doesn't mean they should. Exactly. Yeah. And like whenever we went to the alternative product expo, everything was so expensive. And we're like, are we too cheap? But it's going to come back down. Yeah. Just like it did with D8. D8 was super high, and then it started to go back down. Yeah, once everybody can do it and they do the same thing, mm-hmm. it's a completely different product. So on top of you guys you know, knowing Kevin, um, they are an amazing person. It, you guys offered something different. Yeah. You guys were new. You guys were doing something nobody else was doing. Mm-hmm. And it was just a little bit of a conversation. But again, my boss would kill me if, if I told him, this is what we got this for. Exactly. But it's okay. Yeah. It's local. Yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, uh, that's kind of what I got out of it whenever we first started talking to you and carried us. It was great. Like, because we're local. And like we try to push that too. So no, it's you guys, a big thing. Yeah. And now like, Grown in Texas is starting to explode. So yeah. because there's no one in Texas anymore. Mm-mm. There's like I think indoor growers. There's probably five or six in the whole state. And that was a big thing too. Um, when your mom had said you had tried outdoor growing, mm-hmm. I mean this was all in our first conversation. Yeah. I mean just transparent. Didn't work out. <laughs> moved everything. We failed yeah. <laughs> miserably. Moved everything indoor. You guys said that you had the biggest indoor grow here in texas yeah again that's one of those eye openers you're just like wow like, wow in lubbock in, yeah <laughs> that's exactly yeah. Right. in lubbock crazy yeah um so th- on top of that there's the other things that you guys offered that was just like i would love to have this in our stores yeah but it's eventually it ended up happening. Yeah, yeah no no eventually it ended up happening and i'm happy for it i'm yeah. glad yeah um it was great to see i guess you guys went to the lubbock local thing mm-hmm. um one of the guys came in and was like yeah, you know, we met a company out there in Caprock Farm, but you guys probably don't have it. And to sit there and go, dude, we got it. Out. We got yeah, it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Nah, it was great. Yeah, but yeah, we're super thankful for y'all. Like, I don't know, I've told you plenty of times that we are, but um, like just all of the green gorillas, not just Lubbock, like Odessa and Amarillo, like the whole company's great. Everybody's all, always a good time to talk to. So that's my favorite part. Yeah. Um, Amarillo and Odessa do the same thing I did for you. Mm-hmm. Even Odessa. Cause I usually don't like Odessa, but I like going to the green gorilla. So I can <laughs> talk to people. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the big thing is a lot of times they'll, they'll say, Hey, we're doing great with the product. Talk to this person. Yeah. And it's the same thing. If they're doing great with the product, why wouldn't we do great with the same thing? Exactly. Yeah. But, um, I really had fun talking to you me too. and it's been great. thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's oh yeah. No worries. Um, sorry if my mic was too far away. Hey, no she can fix it, yeah. Okay, um, cool. You don't want it screaming here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I, I don't you do the same, like this. So you do the same he thing, too? Yeah, sometimes I'll put it, like, in my mouth. Yeah. But, um, yeah, where can people find you? Uh, you come to any of your local Green Gorillas. Um, right now, I'm at 7006 for the next month. Yeah. Or so, yeah, month, and then I'll be bouncing around wherever. It's Monday through Thursday. South Loop and University and the local Lambro Shopping Center. Oh, thank you. Yes, <laughs> that's us. That's that's where I'll be for um, Monday through Thursday, and I still shop on Friday, Saturday, Sundays. I mean, I'm here whenever. And then after the month, I'll just be at any store. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, so that was the Best Buds Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, have a good one. Thank you. Thank you.